What's up, guys? It's your boy, Johnny Bananas, and I'll be covering all the treachery, deceit, backstabbing, and murder from season two of The Traders U.S. on my podcast, Death, Taxes, and Bananas. I'll be joined all season by my fellow castmates to swap stories, provide all the behind-the-scenes antics, and sordid details from filming. So sally forth and join me for season two of The Traders every Saturday on the Ringer Reality TV podcast feed. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just... Once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. If you're busy like me and you're trying to catch your kids' games, it's important to have somewhere where you can go to find a good hotel. We're all over the place. Sometimes you know, we're in Florida, we'll be in New York. We want to take the wife on a quick vacation and get away. Whether you're looking for a relaxing getaway or heading out of town to see the playoffs, Hotels.com app has a perfect hotel for every trip. Compare up to five hotels side by side so you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings without having to switch back and forth between options. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. Fantasy Football Show. My name is Danny Heifetz and I am joined by Danny Kelly and Craig Rolbeck and we are looking at prop bets for the Super Bowl, baby. This Woo! is my favorite thing all year. This is my favorite kind of gambling. I agree. Just dumb. Just dumb as hell. Yeah. Yeah, look, I'm not even in this to make money. I'm in this to have fun. Yeah. And I, I you look, playing playing a sport costs money. Gambling costs money and I, and I like it no matter what. I, I like researching the national anthem. I don't care if I win. It, 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 most of the fun is in the pre, in the prepping for it. Dude, all right. So much to, okay, the, so much to get into. Put a pin in that for a moment. Just a reminder, after the Super Bowl, we here at the Ringer Fantasy Football Show are changing the name of our feed to the Ringer NFL Draft Show. We're going to have Mr. Ben Solek on. We're going to be coming to you twice a week. We're going to talk everything. Off-season draft. Obviously, it's a draft show. It's on draft. Free agency trades. We talk all of it. We do weird stuff. We do a drinking game. We're at Adam Schefter's Twitter. A lot of stuff. Emails. E still email gmail.com. Please, if you've gotten this far with us, please stick with us. The off-season's kind of better and, and even weirder than the during the season. <laughs> so, we never asked this. Hit follow. Hit subscribe. Like, because we're changing the name. There's a reason. We're not just begging. Give it's us like, those stars. Get five stars. Love them stars. Love that money. So, Follow the show. We're going to change the name. It's, we're going to talk about it a lot. Anyway, so stick with us for the offseason. Today, we're doing the Super Bowl. You know what? Should we just get to it? Craig, you mentioned the national anthem. I, I, I saw something I, I've never seen. It's not just the anthem. I saw a line, and again, prop bets if you don't know. It's, this is like my whole life. This, the, I saw that there were odds on Post Malone singing America the Beautiful, which I don't remember ever seeing an over-under on the length of America the Beautiful before. Oh, really? I, I feel like that's been there. But I, see, well, I, I, I stayed away from that because Post Malone, 
it's like he's a singer. He kind of started more as a rapper. Now he's kind of a singer. I, I don't know what he's like, like at more can from an sing? acapella standpoint. It's a loose cannon. He, yeah. he can sing. He actually is quite good at singing. He kind of is like T Pain, where like you, you assume uh. he's not a good singer, but he's actually great. But like I just feel like I have, I have so much less data. I have no idea what he does with like a mic in his hand at a stadium singing an acapella song. That's how we get the edge, though. Maybe that's right. Why? Do you, do, you, do you have a feel? Are you leaning any which way for post? I don't know. I just know the story of Post Malone had a concert at, I think, the Chiefs Stadium and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey were there. And then Post Malone is like, hey, let's play beer pong. And then obviously Mahomes and Kelsey are good. So they beat him 10 to nothing in beer pong. And then Post Malone wouldn't go on stage till he beat Mahomes and Kelsey and he couldn't. So he, he lost 10 games in a row and then had to go on stage. That's all I know. So he like tilted playing beer pong. Yeah, he literally tilted. And now he's like doing America the Beautiful with in front of Mahomes and Kelsey. So I don't know. Maybe he's going to get nervous. Like, should we, uh, do you, do you want to go into Reba or should we save it? Yeah. So no, it's, it's, screw it. Whatever. Start. That's how the broadcast starts. It's, it's, so Reba McIntyre, which one is she? I can't keep track of who's doing what. Reba McIntyre is doing the national anthem. Uh, for those of you who don't know Reba, a classic. <laughs> Great show. Country pops. Yeah, sure. She has a show called Reba. She's like a classic <laughs> country singer. Didn't I forget, insult her or people? Didn't I confuse her with someone? That sounds this? right. Yeah. She's the one who has that song that like became a meme. It's like a single mom who works two jobs, who loves her kids and never stops. That's that's Reba. We talked about um, this. She was in, she was in the movie Tremors too, which is yes, an all time classic movie. Yes. All right. So the national anthem line opened at eighty four and a half seconds, which is the lowest ever. It's the lowest in Super Bowl national anthem line history. Wow. Eighty four and a half seconds. <laughs> wow. Uh, which is a minute and twenty four seconds. Chris Stapleton last year, the line was like over over two minutes. So this is like literally almost 40 seconds faster than Chris Stapleton and many other past national anthem singers. So a lot of people are taking, took the over and the line is now up to 88 on most platforms, around 88 on most betting sites. So I went and did some research. I kind of dug in, went and found as many Reba McIntyre national <laughs> anthem videos as I could. I, I recorded them all on my phone, clocked them. And this is what I've come to. So- Six years ago, she sung a national anthem at a baseball game, 81 seconds. And I'm reminding everybody, the line now is 88. Wow. Six years ago, she, she did an 81 wait, wait, seconds. Uh, major League Baseball or Minor League Baseball? It was. It, it seems like a smaller game. Did not seem like, oh. a, like a major game. Okay. Um, come back to that. In 1997, she sang it at a Major League Baseball game, 84 seconds. In 1984, 78 seconds. She sings Whoa. fast. She, she doesn't through. have... She doesn't have like deep Lady Gaga pipes. She's a good singer, has a good voice, but she has like a very like limited country twang and she gets in and out of her breaks. You know what I mean? She's like secretariat. She gets in and out of her breaks. <laughs> Great acceleration. She's 68 years old. Look, pipes don't get better as you get older. You know what I'm saying? So this line at 88 right now, I am, even though it's still, I believe the shortest ever, I'm hammering the under. Wow. I love this. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm in. Look at the, that recon you just did. The, <laughs> did you really do My all only that? question, Craig, is <laughs> <I> that <laughs> how many ones did you watch? I'm doing the work. What, this is what <laughs> I do. I'm like really tape. impressed. Uh, that, that's amazing. <laughs> will, the, will the applause be louder at the Super Bowl? Like it's coordinated with like fighter jets. People are like, ah, it's like, the, are you more likely to stop for a pause at the Super Bowl? We're in reality because this is Vegas and San Francisco. It's actually a bunch of like really rich people from Vegas and tech. And it's like actually a minor league baseball team. So most, what if it's even faster, actually? I don't know. W one thing we know for sure is she's not going to do the like 
and the home of the brave and like hold brave and let it go and gotcha. do the up and down. She doesn't have the pipes for that. So that's going to be quick. She, <laughs> she could certainly pause. Over under on I'm Craig's just... mentioning pipes in this. Yo, in this little, I had three and a uh, half. Analysis. I'm already yeah. teetering. The <laughs> biggest the biggest fear is the pause is the pause before so, the final line. I, I think we hammer this. The other one, it did. There's a line that I've got Reba McIntyre, primary color of her boots that she wears for this game. So uh, black is <laughs> the favorite. Black boots is two to one. Brown is an unbelievable value at three to one. If you Google Reba the, the McIntyre The natural boots, color of boots. You, yeah. Reba McIntyre, three to one. Like, you know, you Google all her boots are brown. Then you got red is three to one. Same thing. <laughs> White is five. Blue is 10 to one. She's singing the national anthem. And I'm like, because right. part of me is like, she can't do red because that's the chief's colors. I feel like she's it's not also the, the It's team, also right? the Niners though. So who cares? Mm. Uh, oh. mm. I was thinking blue 10 to 1 neither team but maybe she would do red because red white and blue I I, I think there's where a lot was of she, where is she boots. from maybe she's going to sneak in her allegiance oh like she's probably from the Midwest somewhere right she's from um, Oklahoma oh that's so that's Chiefs country there we go there we go do you guys think Vegas actually like has it, like intel on this or is this them just truly kind of guessing based on Craig you spent common how many colors? hours looking up how long she's they of course they have intel on this no but I mean are, like did they go to her camp directly and be like did they like find out from her camp what she likes to wear or do you think they just did their own anecdotal research on their own you know what I mean like are they in contact Literally with both. Reba's team I don't think they're in contact I think they're just kind of like throwing it out there and be like whatever I think I think the opposite. I think they did. I did. I think they did a bunch of research. I think they talked to her team. Look, man, I like. I think Brown. they did exactly what Craig did and set a line. That's why Craig's numbers are like exactly the same as what they found. Any other dumb ones? I'm gonna save a couple dumb ones. Yeah, let's get into the game now. Unless you got other pregame stuff. Ooh, I'm DK. I want to talk about the Super Bowl. Oh, fine, whatever. No, I'm just talking. I'm, I'm going in. It's one game, DK. Here. We've already seen it four years ago. <laughs> Fine, MVP. Is that, what do you want or what do you, what do you want to talk about? Look, Heifetz said let's start out with the pre the, the pregame stuff. So I'm saying, okay, now we get into the game props. That's all. I don't have any more pregame. Wait, I don't either. Coin toss. Hello. I don't okay. bet the coin toss. Heads or got? tails. Well, Sal said on Bill's show that I think he said that there had been like 30 tails and 27 heads or something, or something like that. It's almost like it's 50-50. Yeah. Well, good well, well, well. <laughs> Craig watches like hours and hours of video of Reba McIntyre. And then Heifetz goes, well, it's something like 27 to 30. I don't know. Close to 50-50, like the coin toss, usually. <laughs> well, According to my research. Here's what I'm saying. I understand, obviously, if you were to flip a regular old 50-50 thing, you're not going to actually get it 50-50 each time. Having said that, how sure are we that the NFL coin is like actually weighted equally? They have two completely different designs on each side. There's no chance they're actually like testing in this in some lab to be 50 50, right? Yeah. What if That's it's just fair. weighted toward tails? Well, is tails the, the side that has won the most? I think I don't remember what Sal said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get this kind of analysis anywhere else, guys. So, your research is just listening to Bill's pod about props and then not remembering exactly what he said and not writing it down. Was it yes or no? I can't remember whether it was yes or no. Uh, anyway, I have all my football stats legit. I have okay. like all my football research. The coin toss stuff, I didn't really write down. I kind of just thought well, I Well, let's be honest, it. it's a coin toss. So, That's it's. Put, put it on one. You know? I, 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 I like the logic of like, do we know this coin is evenly weighted? I'd say we should just bet the side that is, has already won the most. If it's tails or heads, yeah. it's the 30. We should just bet that side. Yeah, I just, let's do it. Like, because again, people will be like, well, it's 50-50. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. but hey, 
so I just Googled it very quick. Googled 30 times his tails, th- 27 his heads. So exactly what so I said. So we're hammering tails. So we're tailing tails. There you go. We're tailing tails. We're tailing Sal. MVP. We think. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> could have been Bill. Could have been House. We don't know. I, uh, it might have been last year's pod. He gets So Mahomes is the favorite to be MVP. He's like, you know, one and a half to one. So you put a dollar down, you win a buck 40. And then Purdy's two to one. The two I want to highlight, Sal and Bill, they all talk about Kelsey being 17 to one. Dude, Debo Samuel is 33 to one. Ooh. Yes. I wanted to highlight that one. Hammer that. Um, you know, McCaffrey's four to one. I don't really think the value of that. Obviously, the quarterbacks, it's like at some point, you know, when it, like, you know, we get better. And a, a running back hasn't won the MVP since 1998. It was Terrell Davis. That's that's a great call. Because here's the thing. The Chiefs, if you're going to bet Mahomes or Kelsey or whatever, I'm kind of like, Mahomes, I'm like, you could get 140 for him to win MVP. The Chiefs' money line is plus 110. Like, so why wouldn't you just put the money on the Chiefs to win the game? And then that way, if Mahomes doesn't win MVP, you still win. So, But if you're going to go out there, I'm, I, Debo could easily just, what if he just steals a couple rushing touchdowns from McCaffrey? Yeah, I really like that. The Debo one's fun because Purdy doesn't have the the star power to get the like to get the edge. You know, if Mahomes has a decent game and they win, he's probably still winning MVP. If Purdy has a decent game and they win, I think they're willing to go elsewhere, just like they gave Cooper Cup the award uh, in the Rams Super Bowl, and Julian Edelman won one of the of the Brady Super Bowls. And also, can't you just see the tweet from like NFL research? And it's like Debo Samuel's the first player in Super Bowl history to have fifty receiving yards, fifty rushing yards, rushing touchdown, receiving. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh yeah, and then he wins MVP because they vote before the game ends anyway. Oh right, yeah, they, they have to have it ready it's like five minutes before the game. DK over the press box, the Rams Bengals Super Bowl the, that year that Cooper Cup. Won the MVP. Like Aaron Donald hadn't even done the sack yet on Joe Burrow oh, at the right. end of the game by the time the votes were in. Aaron Donald, like the best play of the game, haven't even happened yet. What a weird process that is. It's bizarre. Um, I have I have several Debo related props that I would like to talk about as well. Hit me, please. Debo. All right. There's one on FanDuel that I love, which is the fastest offensive ball carrier recorded. Oh, yeah. I saw that one. Stats, <laughs> which I think is super fun. And so I went back and looked at uh, all the top, like, tracked people in, in NFL and next-gen stats. So Debo, I think, so Debo is 6-1. to one. I like that one. Debo, he hit the top, like, the charts or whatever, the top of the charts in, like, a bunch of weeks this week, uh, this season. 20.23 uh, miles per hour in week 17, 20-plus in week 14, 20-plus in week 13 twice, and 20-plus miles per hour in week 2. So he was, he was like, scooting a lot. And he gets the opportunity, I think, um, that m- probably most other players don't get in terms of, like, some room to run. You know what I mean? Like Shanahan is the the god of just giving guys ability and, and setting it up so they have room to like... Yeah, get he'll get some jet sweep that he can get going on or something. Does exactly. it have to be a reception or is it just any anything? It's anything. It's even kick returns, which is interesting. The fastest ball carrier is just who can run in a straight line for like 40 yards. Who gets to do that as the ball carrier? Debo, Debo's super explosive. There's a bunch of guys that are like 8-1 to one and 7-1. to one. The other one that I really like here is Rasheed Rice who he hit the top of the charts a couple times this season, 20 plus miles an hour. And so he's, and he's a big yards after the catch guy. Yeah. If you look at, I was actually looking up the stats this week because I'm doing an article about Debo and basically like the two best yards after the catch creators in the NFL this year are Debo and Rasheed Rice. And so just maybe just put a bet on both of those guys. Cause I really like you're six to one and eight to one uh, with both so, of those guys. So, and then Chris McCaffrey, Ayuk are also up there, but I probably, I would stick with Debo and Rice. 
I like Rasheed Rice a lot. I have a couple props on him that I really like. Um, I'm basically, my strategy for this game is to fade Travis Kelsey props and to to hammer Rasheed Rice props just because, look, these, these Kelsey props are never going to be higher. Everyone's going to be hammering the overs. He had a great game last week. But... Uh, the Niners in general, really good linebackers, really fast linebackers. They were uh, they were the 11th best teams in terms of uh, fantasy points, a lot of tight ends this year. So I'm zagging. Uh, Travis Kelsey's line on catches is six and a half. He's done that in 39% of his games this year. He said more than that. His yards line is 71 and a half. He's also done 39% of, uh, of games this year. He's gone over that. So th- these lines are already really tough. He's basically at 39% of the games this season, of the 18 games they played this season, he's gone over six and a half catches, over 71 and a half yards. But if you pivot over to Rasheed Rice, his lines are very similar. Six and a half catches. He's done that in six of his last nine games. Yeah. Uh, longest reception, 21 yards. He's done that in four of his last six games. And his total yards for the game is 67. He's done that in five of his last nine games. What, what are the odds? Because sometimes they get you where it's like even. It's like, oh, minus, it's like, you know, you basically pay 90 cents to win a dollar. It's not a ton of juice. It's under. like all within minus 115 to minus 130. Okay. It's it's not a lot of juice on those overs. Because like Mahomes and Kelsey, what they'll do is they'll, they know you want to bet the over. So they if you win the over, they take all the action out, but no one wants to bet the under. So the under is profitable. Right. I like the Rasheed Rice ones a lot too. Uh, the other one I had written down, which is, I mean, in the same vein is, Another next-gen stat prop bet, which is player to have the most yards after a catch on a single reception. Uh, Debo is 6-1. to Rasheed Rice is plus 370, so about like 3.5-1. And And I really like the Rice one. I feel like he's going to have at least one or two big screen plays in this game. Uh, I totally agree. The the Chiefs just use him so much now. You know, so he's the second half of the season, which is when rookie wide receivers often take off. He's averaging nine targets a game. That would be 13th in the NFL this year. Like Wow. He's yeah. the number one wide receiver on this team, and we still are not really acknowledging it because there's so much else going on with Kansas City, obviously. But Rasheed Rice has been so good. I'm, I'm, I don't know what they're going to do in the offseason if they're going to draft somebody or acquire a wide receiver. But I love Rasheed Rice, and I think he's the most under-the-radar great rookie wide receiver this year. Love okay. those. So that, I like that a lot. And then I want to combine, because Craig, I hear what you're saying with the Kelsey thing, where... I kind of think Kelsey will have a solid game, but I agree with you where it's like, there's no fading Kelsey just in retrospect will feel smart. Like when the game ends and Kelsey has whatever, and you're, you know, like a fine line, you're like, wow, I, we probably should have just done all the Kelsey unders on that note. Can I throw a crazy uh, little shout out to FanDuel and the same game parlays for FanDuel mm. Sportsbook. Can I tell you a little FanDuel uh, same game parlay I cooked up? What do you got? So it's, Four leg parlay. Travis Kelsey under six and a half catches, as Craig mentioned. Travis Kelsey over 71 yards. So under catches over 71 yards. As a big play here or there. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, he literally did that in the Super Bowl last year. And he did that two weeks ago versus the Bills. Under six and a half catches over 71 yards. Also, Patrick Mahomes under one and a half passing touchdowns, but over 260 yards. So I'm doing the same thing for Mahomes and Kelsey. Under on... Mm. You know, so Mahomes under on touchdowns, over yards. Kelsey's over yards, under catches. Four legs. 62 to one odds. Ooh. 62 to one. So if you put down $10. That's pretty hefty. If you put down $10, you would win $620 on FanDuel. It's just Kelsey under catches, over yards. Mahomes under touchdowns, over yards. So you think think Mahomes is going to get a lot of yards, but they're going to like get to the one yard line and run it in essentially is what you're saying. Yeah. And basically, and honestly, I should probably, as part of it, I should probably just Pacheco throw in Pacheco scoring. Yeah. Wait, let me, <laughs> let me figure out how to do that. 
Oh, Pacheco makes it up. <laughs> this is so stoked. Hyvis just turned into Dr. <laughs> Doctor Evil there for a second. <laughs> One million dollars. Yeah. Nobody uh, the wrong number. Remember when him and uh, Dr. Evil and like the Fraulein are like laughing? They're like, <laughs> and they just like keep doing it back and forth. That was literally Hyvis reading that line. That was organic though. It's a hundred to one. It's plus 10,000. That's plus, crazy. Uh, yeah, I'm name. down. Send that my way. Can, can you text people parlays? Like, can you send me that that pre-built parlay? That's an idea for FanDuel. Oh, shout out to Fit. That's a good idea. Like, you texted Bill already? Yeah, yeah. There's probably some, like, legal reason. You, you guys are breaking that, but... interstate laws right now. <laughs> That's right. It's legal where Hyvitz, but, like, uh, sending that to California becomes illegal <laughs> it as it goes up to the space station. Yeah. Dude, you're not kidding. On the FanDuel website, they have, like, this whole explainer they had to build for the Super Bowl. Because, you know, it's like you like whether you can bet on like the coin toss or not depends on local state laws. Mm. So oh, wow. Betting on they literally here. Wait, they literally have like an explainer thing. But like whether you can bet on the halftime show, like, you know, what will usher during the, the first song literally depends on your state. Can you bet on a, a negative play like Mahomes throwing an interception? Like you can't do that in New York. It's like all the rules are totally different. OK, so if you're wondering why you don't see stuff, that's why. Do you think FanDuel will edit this entire bit out of their out of their broadcast? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, is this like a the more is this a more the more you know situation or not? <laughs> what are you saying, Craig? Know. Are you saying my legal uh, opinions are not good enough for FanDuel's um, lawyers? Where'd you go to law school? I forget. Uh, Colorado School School of Mines, I think. Right? He's an ore <laughs> digger. Yeah, <laughs> I, I talk uh, too much to be a mime. Heifetz, you you mentioned uh, Travis Kelsey big plays, sort of. You alluded to it. Um, I have a good one. Player to have the longest air yards from a single reception. I saw I'm loving this all one. These, I'm loving all these like next gen stats ones. By the way, I don't know why. Um, I think Ayuk, Brandon Ayuk for the 49ers is the favorite, obviously here. But the ones I really that caught my eye are Justin Watson, six to yep. one, and MVS almost ten to one. I don't know why MVS is oh. the, the odds are right there because he's he's like a big play guy for them lately. It's he's because really it's through. because you need to catch the ball for the air yards to count. <laughs> Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> Reception. Uh, Reception's the key word. Uh, I see. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Gotta but read I, the I fine know. print. You got the fine print. It's in bold at the very top. Yeah. I, I was looking at that one, DK. One, I was surprised to learn that Justin Watson leads the Chiefs in air yards this year. Does he? Um, what? Yes, he has 900 air yards this year for Justin Watson. Ooh. Um, Hammer that then. I Rashe like that. Rasheed Rice is 16 to one on this list. I know he's more of a run after the catch guy than he is a deep ball guy, but I'm like, for a guy who gets nine targets a game and is as talented as he is, I'm like, man, he, he's like eighth on this list of like most likely to lead the, the game in air yards. And he's the, maybe the best receiver on the, uh, I mean, he's definitely the best receiver on the Chiefs, but. Was it the game or the, it's one single reception, I believe, the bet that I was looking at. Yeah, yeah, same thing. But like, if anybody, like, could Rasheed Rice just have a 50-yard catch in this game? 16 to one? It's possible. I don't know. It's like Justin, Justin Watson's going to get like two targets a game. Or do you want to bet on that being a 50-yard reception or one of Rasheed Rice's 10 targets maybe right. being 50 for 50 yards? I feel like they should have a bet in here that's Ayuk will catch a pass off someone's head like he did last week or two weeks ago, I should say. You should parlay whose head it is with the catch. We'll, we'll talk to FanDuel about that. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of wonky plays, I, I was trying to figure out how to shoehorn a Kadarius Tony bet into, into the Super Bowl since <laughs> last year. We almost hit on an all-timer. Last year, I bet... Kadarius to score two plus touchdowns and Heifetz bet, even though I don't think this was an actual bet, but Heifetz said he would not even play five snaps. Both ended up almost <laughs> being true. He had like 1.9 touchdowns. 
Yes, it would have. Um, it would have worked if he had lined up in the right place. We would have won. You, we would have won. Like <laughs> any casino would have taken like that uh, parlay. Like oh well. we would have just invented it. But he might so, not even uh, play. And I'm pretty sure he's so, feuding with Andy Reid right now. So okay. So on this note, I would like to ask you guys a little over under. Over under half. So just you know, does this happen or not? Okay. Over under half a snap for Kadarius Tony in the Super Bowl, <laughs> Craig. Over under half. One snap. Does he play a snap? Over. This? I mean, he's been inactive. Like, they literally well, don't want him. It, well, he's been inactive, we thought, because of an injury. And then he was like, I'm not hurt. And then Andy Reid was like. And he went on Instagram Live said, I'm not hurt. Was, they lied. And then Andy Reid is like, he's going through some stuff. He also just had a kid, I believe. I don't know. If he's active, I think he gets a snap. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If he's active. Um, yes. Over under half a snap, DK, for Canaris Tony. I'm just trying to figure out if we have any indication. Andy Reid said Tony has a chance to play in Super Bowl 58. <laughs> that's Secret weapon. That's not helpful. That's the opposite <laughs> of when Shannon's like, I don't know about Jimmy Garoppolo's quarterback. We could all be dead tomorrow. That's the like. Also, I'd like to say indication. Kadir's Tony went on Instagram live this Sunday morning of the AFC championship game, said they're lying. I'm not hurt, implying that they just don't want him to play. I also will say over under half Instagram live rants from Kadarius Tony mm. on Super Bowl Sunday. Mm. I think I'm going under. I don't think he's going to play. He's too much of a liability. He literally won them the Super Bowl last year. He won them the Super Bowl last year. He has the uh, longest punt return uh, in Super Bowl history. Yeah, but that was, I mean, a lot, a lot, a lot of water under the bridge since last year, Craig. A lot Put of him back there. Have him return punts, man. There's no play there. Just catch the ball and run. If I set the line at over under two and a half snaps and one and a half touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> Two snaps, two scores. It is crazy that his snap to touchdown ratio is like higher than anyone's in the league. <laughs> snap to fumble, snap to oh, honestly, that's the other one I want. I want like Mikkel Hardman. I I want to, you know, like you could bet on two touchdowns. I want Mikkel Hardman two fumbles. That's the other one that I I, I wish I could bet on. I don't I haven't seen that anywhere. The, the, the Chiefs have like the three stooges on their team. They have Marquez Valdez Scantling, who can't catch the ball. They have Mikkel Hardman, who can't hold on to the ball, and they have Kadarius Tony, who can't do anything. <laughs> the, the sound, I just like, pictured like the three Stooges sound effects where they're like, boop, boop, like, like poking each other in the eyes. Uh, dude, I, it's like the defining aspect of all of their careers is they cannot keep literally. It's like the these Friday are the receivers the Chiefs the managed to get for Patrick Mahomes. What are we doing here? <laughs> just get a normal, like completely average in every single way receiver. And he's going to go for a thousand yards. It's like Mahomes is Iron Man, and then this is like Iron. What's the Iron Man movie where he has to work with like a seven year old kid in a garage? <laughs> it's like you know the what I mean? Build the suit. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, wait. Uh, one other one by Debo. DK mentioned Debo earlier. I just these aren't crazy odds, but I scrolled by this and I was like, yes. Debo's first carry over three and a half yards. Give me. Ooh, you have to have him get a carry first of all, which I guess yes. is not a given. But yes, I like that. I, I just feel like they're going to give the ball to Debo, and Debo will get four yards. I just feel like intensely confident. I like that a lot. I want to look up some of these Debo stats. He uh, This year, he is first among all receivers in yards after the catch per reception. That doesn't matter if it's a run, of course. But he is first in missed tackles forced in the NFL among receivers and first in yards after contact. So, like, this guy is an incredible tackle breaker. I'm not breaking any news here, I know. But, like, he did it again. Like, he was basically the best in the NFL at breaking tackles, making yards after the catch. And, um you know, I think I, his he on screen plays alone, his yak is longer than like his yards per reception. So like he is creating uh, almost every single time he gets. Sorry, so his yards after catch 
is longer than his yards per reception. So his yards after the catch per reception on screenplays is 14. His yards per reception is 11. So he's getting the ball behind the line of scrimmage, in other words, and he's making hay with it. Um, He runs really far after he gets the ball. (laughs) I guess that's like obvious, but I was going to say, if he gets the screen like the, from behind the line of scrimmage, doesn't it have to be bigger than the yards per catch? Yeah, but I think he's saying that in general, like the average catch of Debo Samuel is 11 yards, but his average yards... Wait, now I'm confused. Is this <laughs> only on screen plays? <laughs> yes, it's on screens. A lot of the time I you're see. getting the screen right at the line of scrimmage, but whatever. His average yards after the catch on a screen is longer than his normal yards per catch on screens. I think, yeah, I think that's... On screens. I think that's kind of how it has to be. See, I, I like Reba's boots to be red. Yeah. <laughs> Did I, I just made you all dumber. Uh, uh, yes, I warned you no yards after the catch and may um, Lord have mercy on your soul. Speaking of, of, of long receptions, so there is a prop for just the longest reception in the game. Christian McCaffrey, 12 to 1. I could very realistically see a scenario in which Christian McCaffrey takes a screen past 70 yards to the house. Third play of the game, too. You're just like, oh, Shane had some screen. He figured it out. Yeah, you you remember like the I know that I think this was a run, but the Jameer Gibbs play at the start of the Niners game, it was like oh, just immediately like a seventy yard touchdown. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah. a McCaffrey screen pass is very doable at twelve to one. I like that a lot. I also just kind of like all the McCaffrey stuff. His over is ninety yards, which is kind of obnoxiously large, and you should probably like never bet a guy to go over nine. Having said that, I'm going to bet McCaffrey over ninety because I'm obsessed with the stat. <laughs> Mina Kimes said on ESPN this week that she said the Niners are ranked first in yards per carry on zone rushes. And the Chiefs' defense ranks 31st in yards per carry allowed on zone rushes. And I'm kind of like, yeah, I just think, like, it's also at the end of the day, people overcorrect. Like, that's life. And I just think Shannon's watching this tape of the Chiefs last week versus the Ravens. And the Ravens, none of their running backs are more than three carries. And I think Shannon's basically like, you know, the, uh, what is it, Wolf of Wall Street? Like, I will not die sober. I think Shannon's like, I will not lose with Christian McCaffrey not getting, like, 12 (laughs) carries in this game. It's the anti-Arthur Smith strategy. Give your players the ball. Give your best (laughs) players the ball. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusion supply. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks and placing some super bets. Again, FanDuel, same game parlay. Travis Kelsey, under on catches. Travis Kelsey, over on receiving yards. Patrick Mahomes, under on touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes, over on yards is like 60 to one. You put down a dollar, it's 60 bucks. $10, you can do the math. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win the Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. If you're new to FanDuel, join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets when you win your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Ringer Fantasy to sign up. That is FanDuel.com slash Ringer Fantasy. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit TheRinger.com slash RG. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Just looking at this game, you do look at it and you're like, obviously... Patrick Mahomes is better than Brock Purdy. And it's kind of, it feels similar to the last Niners Chiefs Super Bowl where it's like, well, Chief, Mahomes is the best quarterback in the world, but the Niners are a better team. And last time it was like, Mahomes is the best quarterback, Niners is the best defense. Now it's like the Niners just, the two through 53 are better players on the Niners, right? But the more I think about it, the more uh, Solak and, and Stephen Reese had a great column on the ringer today. And I was reading that, Shil Kapati, everyone said great coverage. And I was thinking about how what's weird is fundamentally the Niners defense is actually kind of predictable. Like the Niners do have that old Seahawks, not quite the way the Seahawks did it, but there is a line it up and like, we're going to be better than you element, which I do think gives Andy Reid an advantage over two weeks. Whereas the Chiefs defense is like unpredictable. Like the Steve Spagnuolo stuff is inherently like, you're not going to necessarily know what we're doing play to play. But the Chiefs offense kind of has that too. We're just Mahomes is hard to predict what he's going to do after the play. And so I don't know. I started thinking about that more and more. And I, 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 I kind of thought I was just taking Mahomes out of inertia, but the more I think about it, I, I kind of like I like the Chiefs in this game too, Craig. I think that that's actually a really good bet. Also, wasn't the argument two weeks ago in the championship games? It was like, Mahomes is the better quarterback, but the Ravens are the better team. DK, what was the DVOA stat with the Ravens? They were like the best team ever? They, the, According to <laughs> DVOA, they were the best team. Weighted DVOA, they were the best team that had made it through the divisional round. So the best championship round team of all time. Including like the 07 Patriots and the... 72 Dolphins in the 85 right. but then but then Patrick Mahomes is just inevitable I, I looked back at my uh, we, we for the ringer we had to do our game predictions MVPs score predictions and everything I looked back at what I said last year and I said essentially the exact same thing this this year I was like I'll read everything that anyone writes I'm going to listen to every single podcast I'm going to consume it all I'm going to try and like be the smartest analyst in the world and then I'm just going to decide not to do that. I'm just going to look at the rosters and see that Patrick Mahomes is on the Chiefs. And I'm just going to bet on Patrick Mahomes. What's the meme? The Like the flex tape guy who's just like shoving the tape over like the the, the <laughs> yeah. water coming out of the tank. Yeah. That's yeah. just Pat Mahomes. I don't care what the statistics are. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. What's uh, the like? Yeah, we should we should build out a mad at like a, the worst team you could put around Mahomes. And still win the Super Bowl. The Chiefs keep making the team worse. The meme I think about with Mahomes is, you know, that meme of like the bell curve and it's like a stupid person at the beginning and then like a nerd in the middle and then a person at the end like Yoda. And it's like the person in the beginning is like, just bet on Mahomes. And the nerds are like, it's more complicated than that. And the Yoda at the end is like, just, just bet on Mahomes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Do you guys think this is going to be a high scoring game? I think I said, no, I, I think I bet the under. I, I think I put 23 to 20. 
for the final score, Chiefs. So I think it's going to be kind of a lower one. I think both teams are going to try to run the clock a lot and like have like 10 play drives. Yeah, I think I agree with that, DK. I think it's going to be a quick game. I totally agree with DK. I think that the Niners, Stephen Reeves made a great case that I totally agree with, that the, the Chiefs are going to make the calculation that we would rather you be, like run the ball than like destroy us in the passing game. And I, I think the Niners are going to have to like run the ball. And then I actually think the Chiefs, I, I, I like you got like Nick Bosa on the edge against like freaking Jawan Taylor and the Chiefs. And and I like I think that the interior of the, Joe Tooney, the, the guard for the Chiefs is, is injured. I don't think he's going to play, but he's a long I think, shot. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I think the Chiefs have to kind of identify or not identify, but establish, establish the run up the middle because they have to kind of like take control of the center of the offensive line. Or I think the Niners going to eat him around the edges. But can I also tell you what just gave me the ick about the Niners and the thing I keep thinking about? Yeah. It's not just Patrick Mahomes on the Chiefs. I just keep thinking about the fucking Chase Young play, not just running loafing down. It. Yeah. yeah. All the guys not chasing the Lion, Jameer Gibbs into the end zone in the NFC Championship game. Uh, like like it was an like a midseason NBA game where the Celtics are like, oh, Le- LeBron's not playing. It's fine. We don't have to try. But like to go to the Super Bowl, I'm like, can you really? Defense is mostly effort in like every sport. Basketball, football, like defense is effort. And like that was to go to the Super Bowl. And can you just teach that in two weeks? I, I kind of think if you're not trying then, I don't think it matters what happens. I kind of just don't want to bet on that team. Is that like too much of an old man take? I don't know. That's definitely no, I love a dad that. take. That's a huge dad take, but I kind of respect it. I got a good one. Please do it. So you guys, I agree with you that I think it's going to be a low scoring game, more run focused. Uh, there's a prop I saw on FanDuel. Um, will any player have over 100 receiving yards? The no is plus 170, which is like almost two to one. I don't know. A hundred's yeah. a lot. If they were, the, the passing totals are not super high in this game. And also neither team has like that one dominant. There's no like, you know, CD lamb in this game. So I'm like, you know, Mahomes spreads the ball around a lot. So does Brock Purdy. A hundred yards is kind of, kind of a lot. Plus 170 for this is, is not bad to me. I love unders to make, if you want to make money, right? But like for the Super Bowl, I think if you bet under 100 receiving yards, you kind of just hate America. <laughs> if you're like, what are you talking about? I'm trying like- to spread the wealth, you know, democracy. I want everybody to get theirs. I just, I don't want, <laughs> I, 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 I like the middle class. What country are you living? <laughs> who do you think is most likely to have 100 yards in this game? <sighs> Kelsey? Oh, I, well, Kelsey dude, or I, she Rice? George Kittle, seven, 750, like seven and a half to one to get 100 receiving yards, if I had to pick one. Just because, like with the odds, because obviously Ayuka Rice is probably a better pick. But I think Kittle, just Brock Purdy just targets him so much. And I think the Chiefs linebackers, they don't suck, but they they suck more than like the Chiefs secondary. And I just think if you're Shanahan and Purdy, the Kittle on Nick Bolton, Kittle on Drew Tranquil, Leo Chanel, whatever. Like, that's the one where I'm like, yeah, Kittle's a 50-yard touchdown and he's 100 yards. I think it's seven and a half to one. Like, Kittle first half touchdowns, like, almost four to one. I think Kittle could easily. He also sneaky MVP. There there was yeah. a... Uh, FanDuel had an offer for some interesting, like, the you could pick three guys for the most passing, receiving, and rushing yards trifecta. And I thought a few of them were pretty fun. So, like, the... The first one that caught my eye was Patrick Mahomes, Debo, and Chris McCaffrey was 16 to 1. So most passing yards in the game, most receiving yards in the game, most rushing yards in the game. Um, I think we get Mahomes, McCaffrey, and someone else is pretty good. <laughs> right? Um, and then there was also, if you think Purdy's going to have like a, a big game, there was a bunch of interesting ones with Purdy, like Purdy, Kelsey, and Pacheco. 
is 25 to one. Purdy, Rasheed Rice, and Pacheco is also 25 to one. So I thought those were some fun ones, like just pick and choose a couple, throw some money on that one. Yeah, I wonder if you should just bet like three of them that start with Mahomes and McCaffrey. Right, right. Um, Uh, On that note, I mean, you talk about like more boring. Dude, if you just want to bet McCaffrey, Pacheco, and Kelsey score a touchdown, it's like five to one. (laughs) Kelsey to score a touchdown is even money. Kelsey has has 19 touchdowns in like 20 games in the playoffs. Even. Here's one. Here's one that I thought was dumb and fun, and in particular because I'd never heard of this before. Any, any. This is Fanduel. Any player to record an octopus, which I, I'd never heard this term before. It's score DK, a touchdown and a two point. I have this exact thing written down, and then my notes say <laughs> octopus. Is this a thing? <laughs> Stop making it fetch. <laughs> I've never heard. This is like calling Tom Brady Pharaoh or whatever. Like no one, does, no one does this. Um, but anyways, you know, now but- I want to bet it. I want someone to score a touchdown and then a two point conversion. I think I assume it has to be on the same score. That, it's it's such a it stupid does. name. I gotta say that's so dumb. I think it should <laughs> be called like you? a bake a baker's dozen or something. An octopus? Can you imagine Romo? Like it's like someone you know they're down eight, they get the touchdown to Kelsey, and Romo's just like, I just gotta go for the octopus, Jim. <laughs> no, Jim's going for the octopus to Kelsey. Are we trying to force the octopus? <laughs> Jim Nance is like, oh, Mahomes with his tentacles around the league. So I, I want to bet on that just out of principle because I've never heard of an octopus and now I want it to happen. I like that. It's 10 to 1, the octopus. Not bad. That's be 8 to 1. <laughs> the be octopus. Real. The octopus. The octopi. <laughs> oh, God. Well, dude, this did just happen. Dalton Schultz literally did that in the Dallas Packers game. There we so go. That's one. I feel like McCaffrey, it's pr- it's pretty easy for this to happen. Like he punches in a one-yard Ayuk. score and they give it to him again. Kittle. Yeah. I could see it with a lot of these guys. Yeah. Should we just literally just bet Christian McCaffrey and Kelsey for every single thing and just make money? I know. Do you guys think that if it's close, if it's if it let's say the Chiefs win and and Kittle or uh Kelsey has like 97 yards and a touchdown and Mahomes throws for like 250 and two touchdowns, do you think that they're just gonna give it to Travis Kelsey for the narrative? Seven, no. 17 to one odds. I would, I would roll with it. Dude, it's possible. At the end of the day, all PR is good PR. People can say they're tired of it, but the people voting like Kelsey, if he gets two touchdowns, it, I totally think it's, I mean, it's not, I, I think it does tip the scales in his favor a little bit, just a little bit. I think like also, he has a slight edge now. Have you seen someone had a, like a viral tweet that was like, if Travis Kelsey, like wins the Super Bowl, conf- like wins MVP confetti raining down, he gets on a knee, proposes to Taylor Swift. They get married, become the new American royal family, have a baby, and it leads to Taylor Swift having a baby, leads to a baby boom among women aged 20 to 35 in America, and it ushers in a new and unprecedented golden era uh, economically and leads to a new industrial revolution (laughs) for the United States of America. I mean, sure. Sounds great. (laughs) Let's do it. All for 17 to 1 odds? That's pretty good. (laughs) That's pretty good. Um, Uh, can Can we talk about Usher for a second? Yeah. Yeah, please. Yeah. Halftime yeah. show. Yeah. Usher is is performing at the halftime show. The <laughs> halftime show, right? It's no longer Pepsi. I believe it's <laughs> which we don't support. Kai, bleep that. It's the Spotify halftime show, as far as I'm concerned. Um, okay, it's so called the Spotify halftime <laughs> show presented by Spotify. Can we do that? I don't understand how that works. <laughs> we <laughs> so, didn't sign no. anything. <laughs> okay, it's so, a cheeseburger. So uh, there, there's a prop out there for what what will Usher's first word be at the halftime show? <laughs> and That's great. So I'm going to read you the nine options and then I'm going to tell you my favorites. And uh, I'm going to read them in, in descending order of odds. So like the most likely is first. So yo, 
Vegas, what's up? Hello, yeah, make some noise. Usher, I can't hear you in peace. He has to say it or someone? Usher's first word. Okay. Okay, I think so. What's up is plus 350, which is three and a half to one. And yeah, is plus 600, six to one. Mm. Those are my two favorite because to me, he's not going to say Vegas. You don't say Vegas. You would say, what's up, Las Vegas, right? Yeah, that's also mid. No, that's also like between songs. Like you finish on sure. like, Vegas, but it's not the first thing. He's going to start singing the words to a song. But I think if it's yeah, I can see him like, like before he start before he like emerges on the stage, you know, he like comes up from the underground like elevator. I can see it be like, yeah. And everyone's like, oh, mute, like lights go down. <laughs> yeah. And then he comes up, hits the yeah again. I love, yeah, I love what's up. To me, he's not saying yo. He's not saying Vegas. Make some noise, he's not saying. Hello? He's not He's not a phone call. Hello? <laughs> Ahoy. I don't think, I don't think he's going to say his name, say Usher. Hello? <laughs> Howdy. Usher would be wild. Uh, if he, if he, can you Hello, imagine if he, came, if he came down and said, Usher? Like, that would be so- I have incredible also, like, stage presence. And I'm going to say, Hello? I can't hear you is on here. Like the first, what, like. People are going to be loud to, like, as fuck. What are you talking about? When he also needs to prompt them first before saying, I can't hear you. Why would that be the first thing he says? Also, I don't, what What are the <laughs> lyrics to yet? Also, yes, remember Usher's done a halftime show, which we all forgot about. No one remembers. Yeah, he did it. But like it was he, like a hodgepodge of people, wasn't it? Oh, dude. The reason Peace is one is that Peace Up is the first, is the opening lines to yeah. Oh, peace, peace up, is the A-town. opening line. Peace up, A Town. Yes. Oh, that changes a lot. Which that and that would be a good song to open it. I know it's like you know, they don't like always do the best that. song. That's going to be the first song, though. Well, well, let's talk about I mean, that. Do you think? Do you think it's going to be the first song? I feel like he's going to put that at, like towards the middle because that's his most. Isn't that his most famous song? Yes, but it also is the best opening. My thought is, and I don't know. This is just based on the memory of the last couple, but like. Rihanna didn't do her most famous song last year. Dr. Dre and Snoop didn't do Still DRE last. Like they got they built up to it. You know what I mean? Like Rihanna me, opened like, with Bitch Better Have My Money. Yeah, that was like I, I don't think he's gonna open with yeah. That'd be my guess. I, I think they're gonna build to that. Rihanna got me pregnant last year. That's right. But the thing is, he's not gonna open to like climax. Like, what is he gonna open to? Like love in this club? Ooh. Oh, mm. by the way, ridiculous lyrics. Just absolutely ridiculous lyrics on that song. Love in this club. He's just going to have sex in a club. He's just trying to fuck in the bathroom. No one else is around. (laughs) DJ got us fallen in love. Could be that. That's kind of the exact same message. DJ got us fallen in love and love in this club. Mm. Why do you think James Harden's jersey is up in the rafters at at the strip club? Why, DK? Probably because he spends a lot of money there. <laughs> what do you think he spends the money on, All DK? Right. That's that's one idea. Yep. Okay. Well, Katy Perry opened with "Roar," not her most yeah. famous song. She yeah. came in on like an elephant or whatever, too. Or I yeah. guess it was a that was sick. That God, the, the days of Left Shark, my God, Left Shark, just an all time. So, what do we think? Do we think do we think peace for eight to one, or do, should we go? What's up? Peace, I like right. what's up, man. What's up, Vegas? I think I think. <laughs> no, hello, I'm doing a hello. Hello. <laughs> on the same note, I should just say hello. On on the same note, there's also <laughs> the Super Bowl MVP. It's who he thanks first in the speech, and that it's so that I think teammates are like even money. God or or Jesus is like two to one. The city's ten to one. The coach is eighteen to one. The owner's thirty five to one. Yeah, you forget 
But here's the thing. Oh, who do you think the owner first? Those are the two people standing next to the player. Like you forget, they hand the trophy to the owner who hands it to the coach. Then they do the, like, like it's, it just Mahomes being like, oh my God. And like Clark Hunt, who owns the Chiefs is next to Mahomes. So I'm like, I, I, I don't, I don't know. know. Like eight, it's Andy not, Reid's next to him. Not convincing. But no, but it says I, I like, it's whose name comes up first. So we might be like, thanks, Andy. Like he hands him the, the, the trophy. You know what I'm saying? It's like a technicality. Does that count? Mm. I don't. It's, it's who he thanks. I guess. I'm no. always a no, fan sorry, of God. I was wrong. Whose name is mentioned first? It's who's mm. mentioned first. That's not bad. 35 to one. Do you think any of the San Francisco players are going to thank San Francisco first? No. I think they the don't even Kansas play in City San players. I know. I was going to say like do the they Bay. Say Santa Clara. Um, I think the I think the the KC players might mention Kansas City. Do you have any other long shots or dumb ones? I have a few. I've got tons here. Any non-quarterback to throw a passing touchdown is thirty-five to one. I oh, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. If Kadarius Tony plays, I think it's to do that. (laughs) And I also think Kelsey throws the touchdown in this game. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Kelsey. Um, The other one that's kind of along those lines is uh, sort of the exact same thing. Total number of players to throw a pass over two and a half is plus 160. And then along the same lines, total number of Chiefs players to record a rush over three and a half. The last three, the last three games, every playoff game they've been in, it's been four. I think they're not going to get cute in this one. So I'm, oh, you I'm at the, the under. under. The, the under is plus 245. It'll be Pacheco, Mahomes, and then one other, Clyde. Clyde. Yes. Because last the other two were Hardman. They're not giving the ball to Hardman on a run again. They're not. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> if the Chiefs hand Nicole Hardman the ball, they deserve to lose in the football. The only way that I get screwed out of this bet is if they accidentally throw a backwards pass and it turns Yo, into a rush. That's oh. how you make money. Oh, that's a good call. Maybe that's the like, over is ooh. the bet there, but like, I think that's how you get got. I think they're not going to get cute in this one. I think that's the way to make money on the game. The heart, the football gods will punish KC. And so you should parlay Michael Hardman with a touch and the Chiefs losing and Michael Hardman with no touches and the Chiefs winning because that is pretty good. Uh, I like those a lot, DK. I like <laughs> those. I, li- I love that. Yeah. The other one I love p- position to score first touchdown. Fullback is 43 to one. Just Kyle Juszczyk. <laughs> I can actually 43 see 43 to one. I can 100% pick, see that. Because like, I'm kind of like, you look at the other ones, like Bill like Bill plugged Noah Gray. Noah Gray's already down to like 20. It's like, eh. Juszczyk, 40. It's, he's going to be on. I think the difference is he will be on the field and gets the ball. You know what I, I just thought of right now? Is like, are there any, what are the Elijah Mitchell lines out there? Because McCaffrey got banged up at the end of the last game. And... There's a world in which he gets a stinger and leaves and, and Elijah Mitchell comes in and like punches in a touchdown. He got a touchdown last game, I believe. He did. Yeah. I like that one. That's that's another like I hate America one. <laughs> I'm just rooting for nobody to have 100 yards and for Christian McCaffrey to get injured. We should have an I hate America parlay. Just like, like <laughs> oh, a 2000 cool. to like one. all unders. Unders on Travis Kelsey. Unders on Kelsey. Unders on McCaffrey. Unders on 100 yards. Uh, wow. Uh, under on the wow. Okay, let's do that. There's a prop out there on on the TV ratings for the telecast. The line is really high. The line is 122 million viewers. The record is 115 million, seven million less. And this line is 122. This game is also on CBS. talk about a, a thing that like won't be paid out for like like when do they even get to calculate that by? I think like a week later. Uh, maybe, maybe it'll be sooner a few days are you like reading the legalese and be like wait so the streams how long is the stream so the game is on CBS and those are the best performing NBA, uh, NFL games this year CBS's numbers are up 8% year over year 
So if you extrapolate that from 115, that gets you to around 124 million. So that that based on the trajectory of the season and the viewership of the season on CBS, up 8% from the previous highest of all time at 115 is, is 124. I kind of like the over. So many people are going to be watching this game because of Taylor Swift and Travis oh, Kelsey. I cannot express 100%. this enough. 100%. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah. I think that's kind of why they made the bet, though. I mean, it's really high. I mean, they're basically saying this is going to set the record by 7 million, and I'm still like, eh, over? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, betting on Taylor Swift is probably the move for, for this year. Okay. Um, any other... We have, we, we have some emails here. Is there any other props you guys want to hit? Um, I saw one line out there that made no sense, and maybe you guys can help me. It says, Taylor Swift and Jason Kelsey to be shown kissing on screen during live <laughs> broadcast. And the odds are minus 120. <laughs> is this, a th- are they, is she going to kiss him on the cheek or something? Is that a thing that they, they do? No. Why oh, like is Belichick. that minus 120? Obvi- maybe oh, it's, it's an error. It's, well, it's like the Brady, it's like Tom Brady kissing his, you know, his, his son on the lips. It's just like some families are, are really close. <laughs> It's yeah, how close maybe. Are these families. Don't judge, yeah. Craig. Some people do that, man. I don't know what the Kelsey's and Swift, you know. I mean, the last time I just... saw Jason Kelsey on at a game, he was like <laughs> the most drunk ever. What did wait, so you what never did know? Say, what did Shield say? She'll say Kelsey said he had like eleven beers the day of the Eagles Super Bowl parade. No, and like, he was like, oh, I was about a north five. of twenty, I think. North of twenty, and it was like I was like a five out of ten yeah. drunk. I did like Jason on the podcast being like, when I met my wife, I was blacked out in a bar. And he's like, and she's mad at me for being drunk in this game. He's like, that's who I am. <laughs> I'm an open book. When someone huh? tells you who they are, believe them, you know? Uh, oh, my God. I Okay, okay. Uh, uh, one's the shout out. I also want to shout out Ambry Thomas, 49ers cornerback, 751, 750 to one to be Super Bowl MVP. He's the worst player on the field for the Niners. That's who the Packers <laughs> targeted. But that's what happens to bad cornerbacks. The ball gets thrown at him. Ambry Thomas, two picks. MVP because MVS bobbles that. it. Tony bobbles it. Hardman bobbles it. Justin Watson bobbles it. They're trying to take advantage, but like they can't catch. And then Ambry Thomas just gets two picks, wins the game. Seven fifty to one. Just throwing it out there. Good work. Okay. Last one. Unless you guys have any other ones. I, one. Uh, any quarterback to score a receiving touchdown is 130 to one. <laughs> Dude, you laugh, but remember the Eagles Patriots Super Bowl, they <laughs> the both Philly, got targeted. The Philly special, yeah. Yeah, that that one time in, in 59 Super Bowls, <laughs> that one time. happened. I mean, the that odds are what they are for a reason. Craig. Remember that one I'm not, time I'm not that under happened. any illusions. That but I guess bad. those odds are better, right? <laughs> Can I also, well, we should talk about this. And, you know, FanDuel, you know, FanDuel's a sponsor of the show, but, you know, we can speak truth to power. Do you ever like okay. some of these bets that the, the odds really are just like, you think I'm stupid, don't you? Like the ones that are like... <laughs> Will there be two safeties in the game? And it's like, no, minus $1 million. Like you'd have to put a dollar down to win a, pe- a cent. And then it's like, yes, it's like 10 to one. It's like, we'll give yeah. you 10 bucks if you win. But if you lose, you'll get like a penny. And I'm like, what? Who, who do you think I am? Yeah, it's like, it's like there's been like one game in the history of the NFL that's had two safeties and it's 10 to one odds. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, are you reading through this stuff? And someone... Your age told me that like they were like, yeah, there's a whole generation of companies that their entire business was just assuming we would be too lazy to send a mail order rebate back in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm like reading some of this. So I'm like, their whole thing is assuming I don't see the little number next to the no. Damn. Yes. Anyway, 
But anyways, I'm going to bet this. Yeah, no, me too. Also, quarterback oh, wait, receiving Jesus. touchdown. There's also one for either quarterback to catch their own pass. 50 to 1. We saw this last <laughs> last week with Lamar. Sorry, that, two weeks ago. That yeah. thing that's happened four times. <laughs> in yeah, my you can see a pass getting batted up into the air. Come on. I think Mahomes would bat it down before he would catch it. Lamar, Mariota, Brett Favre. Has anyone else done this? Probably not. I'm betting. Feels it. like Tannehill has. This is when it really happens. Last bet here. And then we'll get to some emails. Uh, the, the Puppy Bowl. You know that this is oh, my favorite yeah. thing in the world. The the Did you hit on this last year? I forget. I mean, I don't want to brag, but I mean, I've, I have, I think I'm like batting 90% on public bowl bets. I've got, I've got some insider. In, wow. I, I got guys. I got, I got. Maybe you shouldn't say that on a podcast. <laughs> it's um, fine. But you know that what's the Seinfeld okay. episode? It's like his mother was a mother. His father was a mother. Team Fluff is minus 150. Team Ruff, team, team Fluff is favored. The over-under on, on the, the Puppy Bowl is 165 points. Uh, and you can bet the, the uh, kind of like the Grammys, the, 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 the women are overwhelming favorites to be the MVP. Uh, it's minus 250 for uh, a female dog to win. Uh, it's Men are almost, you know, one and a half times odds to be the MVP. But I, there's a dog named Patrick Mabones. Mm, okay. Is the favorite. So-so pun. And the, but there's a dog named Dallas, but if you, uh, it's 10 to 1 to win MVP. Gotta say, I kind of like Dallas as the MVP of this game for the puppy. Are ball. you okay. just kind of running off vibes here, or do you have some intel on, on Dallas or Patrick Mabones? Uh, yeah, that one's just vibes. Okay. <laughs> Can I be honest? I've never watched the puppy bowl. It's like the greatest thing ever. Also, all the dogs are up for adoption, which they kind of don't make clear enough. But this year, there's a oh. lot of dogs. Yeah. So you, all the dogs get adopted. Travis, Kelsey, and Taylor Swift should announce their engagement and then adopt one of the puppies and then the internet would truly break. <laughs> That's, dude. Can we bet on that? All right, we can bet on anything. All right. There's our prop bets. We're going to do it like a more preview-y, preview of the Super Bowl later this week. Uh, we'll, we'll see if we can get actual Kadarius Tony action somewhere. We need, you know, Fandle can make a, pro, a snaps per touchdown thing for Tony. It'd be great. Uh, we have to do a couple emails before we get out of here. Mm. Emails. Email from Chrissy. 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 Craig, it's been a minute since you were here, but I mean, Chrissy's responding. Nothing crazy. The, the airplane story, though, that Craig told, if you guys listening have not heard, Craig had an absurd airplane story where someone handed him his dog and, and Craig had this dog in his lap for two hours. Air, Chrissy writes in, the plane story with Greta the dog was ludicrous, but I can do you one better. 2012, I took an early morning flight from Seattle to LA with my boyfriend at the time. We were These LA flights, years. anything goes. Dude. You LA people. L.A., godless city. Bunch of <laughs> weirdos. We were 22 years old, just getting started in life. The very back of a packed plane and a little hungover. My boyfriend and I, we have the aisle seat and the middle seat. The window seat next to us is an exhausted young mom with a chubby baby boy. Baby's less than a year old, not talking, but can smile, wave, eye contact, all that stuff. Okay. We're friendly people. We say hi to the baby, but like, you know, not to the mom. You know, we don't talk. <laughs> Kind of like, hey, you know the dogs who live near you, but you don't know the people's names. Don't make eye contact, yeah. No. So she says, with 45 minutes left in the flight, I get a tap on the shoulder. The mom is the baby. And she says, excuse me, I really need to use the bathroom. Would you mind holding my baby while I go? Wow. And she says, I'm the youngest in my family. And I could safely say at that time, I count on one hand the number of times I've held a baby. So I start to say, oh, oh. And, and then she's like, thanks. And just drops the baby on my lap. Uh, okay. Oh, Five I see where pass. this is going. I was going to say. 10 minutes pass. How long is she gone? Starting to panic. 45 minutes later, the fasten seatbelt sign comes on for landing. She returns and gives like a 
thanks, and takes her seat, takes the baby, and just ignores us the rest of the flight. I never even got the baby's name. What the fuck? <laughs> I actually would give she her more grace. She just needed a break from the baby? I, I think she just needed a break. I'll give her more That's grace. That's what I was saying. She was like, the it, baby. it's like a this is 40 situation. She's just playing yeah. Scrabble on her iPad on the, on the John in the plane. Was the baby like crying the whole flight or something? There no, was- I think the baby was chill, actually. This is a stupid question, but if you are traveling with a young baby and you need to go to the bathroom, what what should you do? I think take the I, baby with you. Just, Into that little bathroom? Being a being a mom's tough, man. Yeah. I don't think you hand a stranger your baby. But what you flight like attendant? A, a rule of thumb for me is don't hand your baby to a stranger and then leave the the presence of that stranger. Dude, 45 minutes is unbelievable. It's a long time to hold another baby. It's a long time. Would you At just least, hand your baby to some random person you don't know? I mean, you're on a plane. Where are they going to go? Not just like, not like, hey, will you hold this while I put my seatbelt on? You, I think you I would hand do, the baby think, to a stranger and then leave their presence for almost no. an hour. I'm not going to judge any, mom. I'm I, not, I think any, any parent would tell you they would not do that. What about DK? <laughs> what if you got up with little baby Calvin and as you went into the bathroom, you gave it to the, fl- gave Calvin, not it, sorry, to the flight attendant <laughs> And said, can you hold him while I pee? Would you do that? Would I do that? No. Like, what What if you have to take a shit? And you're you traveling the baby you're gonna bring, your, You're, you you're going to subject your him? You're going to hotbox him in the sh- in the little bathroom on the plane? I mean, th- th- this. I suppose there are some conundrums here. Uh, I would say I would try to avoid at all costs flying with a baby by myself, first of all. If you have well, to do it. Um yeah, I mean, I guess that that's the question you have to ask. I'd rather hand my baby to a flight a, a, uh, attendant than a stranger. What are they going to do to the baby? It's fine. You just scope them out for a couple hours. What are they going to do to the, the baby? The There's a billion attendant. things they could do to a fucking baby. I don't know. Also, what if the baby starts crying? What if the baby, like, throws up all over the place? That's why you got to dip. I could have done a million things to that chihuahua, and yet I didn't. I took care of her. <laughs> On that note, uh, while Craig was gone, another thing we got a lot of feedback on was nervous shits. Oh, my God. Mm. Oh, yeah. Dude, people really, really take a lot of nervous shits. That was it's wild. It's incredibly common. It's incredibly common. I can't believe common. you had never heard of that or 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 <laughs> gotten them yourself. It's like the, what's the line in um, Bridesmaids? We're like, yeah, just don't get bloated. It's a gift. <laughs> it's because I can't maybe digest you never get dairy. That, well, I just digest, I can't digest dairy, so I just never noticed, maybe. Yeah. Did you play sports ever? Yeah. You never well, got nervous before a game. I was on the team. I played. <laughs> yeah. H- holding the Gatorade bucket? <laughs> no, no, no. My assistant does that. <laughs> so what would you say you do here? Yeah, it's, it's my secretary does that. You didn't you didn't get nervous before the live show? A bunch of people? No. You just I don't think Heifetz just doesn't have a conscience. Is the thing a conscience? <laughs> it's not the part of you that gets nervous. Your conscience. What do you, that's like suggests you're hiding something. <laughs> it's talking. It's like the only thing I'm good at in the whole world. It's you know. I yeah. almost I went out on stage for the Rewatchables live tour in Chicago. I did the last like 40 minutes of that show, nice. and I I had if there was a bathroom near me, I would have had some nervous shits, but I had to kind of <laughs> hold it together. So that's a real thing. Your brain has a bathroom. Like if there's a bathroom, it affects like your brain knows when you get closer to the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, I mean, absolutely. When Like think about how when you travel, you usually don't go to the bathroom as much. And the second you walk into your house, you have to go. Yeah. That's a thing. That's a real thing. You get like Isn't a block it weird away. That, 
you think that's like subconscious, but that is you kind of also your brain's doing that, but you're not, it's not weird. I find it crazy that let's say you had to go number two, not, you didn't have to go hypothetically. Like, let's say we're not at like a nine out of 10. We're at like a five or six out of 10. Like you have to go, but it's not a dire situation. And then let's say you were just like, you know what? I'm going to hold it and go to bed. That your body can just shut off the need to use the bathroom for nine (laughs) hours and just, and and exist. And yet if you were awake during that time, not even close, you wouldn't last an hour. I find that to be fascinating. (laughs) The body does, the body does some miraculous things, Craig. It just shuts down. I want to ask you guys a question because I I had this conversation with a buddy of mine the other day. Uh, When I was flying home from the senior bowl in a mobile, uh, I had the first leg was just mobile to Atlanta. It was like a one hour flight. I chugged like a thing of vitamin water before the flight. And I'm like, I should be fine. It's an hour flight. That's nothing. (laughs) What did you say, Craig? Huge mistake. I know. It was a huge mistake because what happened later was like, truly, I felt almost like an emergency situation. So we get off this one hour flight. By the way, I get I'm uh, in the window seat and a very large gentleman sitting next to me. I didn't want to ask him to get up and like he had a cane. It was not going to be like an easy situation for him to move for me. So I'm just like, ah, it's fine. It's an hour. I'll be fine. And then we like we get we land. It takes forever. It always takes way longer for the plane to deboard than you think it will. They they also had this thing where they're like letting other people off that had to get their connections first. So like which should whole, always be how it is. By the, the way, the whole deboarding thing just was a debacle. Then this was a small airplane, and so like half the flight had to give the gate check thing where you like give your like carry on bag and then they put it under and then they put it back on the jetway when you get off. It took like an extra 20 minutes to get my freaking bag off the jetway. I had to go. I had to pee so bad. I started asking myself if it's like physically possible to hold it for as long as you need to hold it. Like I was like at to the point where I was like, if I like, am I going to like just piss my pants right here? Like is, <laughs> do we reach a breaking point where your bladder just breaks? Yes, Even the answer is yes. <laughs> I, I got to the point where I was like starting to get a little bit nervous. I'm like, I'm just going to abandon my bag. I need to pee so bad. I've never had to pee more. I've never had to pee worse in my life. I was, it's in, I was like- in absolute misery. It was the worst feeling in the world. <laughs> I was, and I like truly was like, okay, I'm like five minutes away from literally not being able to control it anymore. But then Luckily, when you finally get to the urinal, it's like, wow. I'm oh, alive. that was like the greatest feeling of all time. It felt like being in a gentleman's piss club. I, I, like, have you ever, like, I like started to truly believe I was going to pee my pants there. Like, I've never peed my pants as an adult. Even when I'm like super drunk, I've never peed my pants ever. And I, that was like the closest <laughs> I've ever gotten. I, I swear sometimes when I have those situations, like I can like feel my kidneys like hurting. <laughs> Your, your internal organs like start turning off. But you know, but we were, we've been joking all year about like the, um, the, the sphincter scale, but it's like mm-hmm. earth, earthquakes where it's like eight, like a nine is way bigger than an eight. There, there's something like that where as you get closer to the bathroom, it gets way worse. Like <laughs> sure. when you're on the plane, your body knows I can't move right now. Yes. So you, it's, it's like, like a it's like seven. a version of fight or flight where it's like, we know we can't go. So we will like dampen any urge to go. Yeah. And then you get out. Oh, you're like, you're left to wait for your bag in the jetway. It's like an eight. And then you start getting to the bathroom and walking and it's like a nine and a half. And you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's how I, th- I thought like, oh, yeah, you, I like I can't go right now. Like, I'll be fine because I will just hold it and I'll grin and bear it and I'll like make it through it. I got to the point where I was like, 
it's getting close to the point where I literally just like physically we're in the danger zone. <laughs> like Dude. physically, I'm not going to be able to hold this any longer. And I don't know when that I don't know what that point is. Maybe I could have got another hour. I don't know. But I started no. to worry about it for the first time in my life. Dude, that that scene in Peaky Blinders where someone eventually just asked Tommy Shelby, who's like this gang leader who gets really rich. She's like, and the guy just asked him, like, why do you keep doing all this dangerous stuff? Like, just retire. Like, why do you do this? And he just pulls out a gun and points it at their face for like five seconds. And then he puts it away and he's like, because that feeling you can't get anywhere else. And it's like, that's kind of the feeling of like when you're at a urinal that you like thought you were going to like not make it and you make it. You're like, whoo. <laughs> That feeling cannot be replicated. Yeah, I don't. It's I don't like, want to. I don't. I. That's quite the opposite, though. I don't ever want to put myself in that situation again. I'm just, you know, I'm just going. Well, he's not a healthy life. individual. The, the Peaky Blinders quote is essentially the super bad quote of like a gun feels like you have two cocks. <laughs> <laughs> we won. <sighs> anyway, tell me. Email us if you've ever got to the point where you literally physically can't hold it. I like as an adult sober though. We're like right. drunk. we're not it's talking really like funny you story. Your pants in bed on the couch or something. Yeah, I got like drunk and woke up in a unless it's like not your I, I mean, I guess you can send us whatever you want. Who cares? But like whatever. That's emails ring fantasy football gmail.com if you have stories. And and don't worry, we won't name you, so feel free to be honest. We won't name you. <laughs> I mean, we can if you want, but as a default, we will not name people who pee. Uh thank you, DK. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Kai, for producing this episode. Thank you, Tucker. Thank you, Jack, for help behind the scenes. Thank you, everyone, for listening thank you everyone for watching thank you lauren lauren thank you phil collins damn no usher no reba i was yeah i was gonna say like mm. i feel like i just did reba a little bit ago post malone phil collins is the goat though so mm. it's good we honored him some of my favorite jokes on tiktok or like i guess on social media are the like this artist didn't need to go as hard as they did for like a random job, like Phil Collins on Tarzan, just, just delivering yeah, yeah. the most like masterful soundtrack. Like maybe one of the like top 10 pieces of music <laughs> like ever delivered is for fucking Tarzan. They're like, Hey Phil, easy paycheck here. Just make a bunch of music for Tarzan. He shows up with like, I can feel it in the air tonight. And they're like, this Jesus is, dude. Craig, have you ever <laughs> seen the video of like the guy who's dressed up? He's like in a giant, like, cartoon character costume and he's just fucking shredding on the drums like at the back of this like <laughs> like kids like concert and it's like the whole meme is just basically like people who are way too good at their jobs it's so freaking good Hold on. just like just like doing like little fills and like you know just like has like the big like a big kit of whatever he's just absolutely shredding these drums he's got like a giant like I don't even know what it was <laughs> some kids like character are you saying In the Air Tonight was written for Tarzan? No, that one wasn't. But You'll Be In My Heart was. Oh, wow. And it's just like, they're like, hey, hey, Phil, this is like kind of the emotional crux of the movie. Like, if you could give us something solid. And he's like, hey, here's You'll Be In My Heart. And they're like, wow, this is like the best song ever made. Thanks. Thanks for this animated movie we're making. <laughs> I don't know. We don't do that anymore. We used to give fucking Elton John Lion King. It's like, we're not really doing that anymore. We're not like, hey, Adele. Oh, yeah, the Lion King soundtrack is one of the greatest. I mean, they, they still do that. They literally just remade the Lion King and like just Beyonce and like a thousand famous people did the Lion King. But that's the Lion King. Like that's that's established. Like they're not like, hey, Adele, do Despicable Me. You're right. Now they hide the music. They're like, it's Mean Girls. And you show up and they're like, ah, people sing. You're like, shh, <laughs> you got me. Wonked me. 
Give Lady Gaga to, to Garfield. See what happens. They just gave Elton John the Lion King. All right, goodbye, everyone. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Fandle's offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit Fandle.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Vermont, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.